Now on the air from the state of Florida, where our 45th president temporarily resides until his triumphant return to that big house on Pennsylvania Avenue in 2024. Once again, it's time for the Flagler Trump Club's Future of Flagler podcast. Here are the three patriots who will keep Flagler County red while making America great again. Your host, Trump Club President Mike McElroy, along with Trump Club Vice President and Palm Coast City Councilman Ed Danko, and Trump Club Board Director, better known as the Shadow Mayor of Palm Coast, Alan Lowe. Hey everyone, it's Ed Danko here with Mike. Uh, Alan, our Shadow Mayor, will not be here today. He'll be back in two weeks. Uh, Welcome to the Future of Flagler podcast brought to you by our Flagler County Trump Club. Remember, our meetings are every third Monday at the VFW off of Old Kings. We start promptly at 630. So please get there a few minutes early to find a seat. We've been we've been getting packed. We've been getting just just filled out every single time. Right, Mike? Yeah, if you don't get there early, you probably might have trouble finding a seat. Could end up standing. So um, anyway, uh, before we, we have a great guest here, we're going to introduce in a couple of minutes, but before we get there, we're going to do what we always do, which is talk about whatever breaking news is going on out there. Well, uh, today we have actually two media authorities here, our guest and uh, you who've been mixed up in the media, but I see once again, uh, you're in the headlines. I see your picture in the I, paper. I love seeing my picture in the paper. Let's be honest. Uh, so uh, what was the, uh, well, as the Daytona, Beach News Journal termed it a kerfuffle. Kerfuffle. <laughs> what, uh, what, what was that all about? At well, City you County? know, our Trump club boy- voted for a boycott against Flagler, Fake News Live, and their sponsors. Because, as you know, we've all had enough of this left-wing, liberal, socialist, communist blogger, um, opinionated blogger, attacking... Not me, not Joe Mullins, not Janet McDonald, not any local Republicans, but attacking President Trump and our great governor, Ron DeSantis. And they've been vicious, nasty, mean attacks. And so finally, one of our members, as you know, came to us. We took the proposal to our board. Our board said, let's bring it to the membership. The membership voted overwhelmingly to initiate this boycott. So we've got a list of, what, I don't know, 20 Sponsors, you can find that list uh, at our website, um, you know, flagler4trump.com. That's flagler4trump.com. Um, sign up for our email blast, and you'll be updated along the way as this and other business continues. But um, one, of the, one of the business owners, an, an attorney out in Flagler Beach, doesn't even live in Palm Coast, decided to come to the Palm Coast City Hall and use three minutes of public participation to attack our boycott, and to blame it all on me. Like, it was me. I was the one who started it. No one else had anything to do with it. And so he went off on me. He went off on the Trump Club. This guy is, by the way, he's a never-Trumper. He's a Democrat. Um, And he's not happy because apparently our boycott must be working. So, uh, yeah, for those that are not familiar, before uh, Ed was a city councilman, Ed was uh, vice president of the Trump Club, and also, even before that, Ed was our social media uh, guru. And so he posts, uh, along with myself, a lot of things on our Flagler for Trump page. Right. And, uh, and on, on our webpage, and has been. Um, there's this notion somehow out there, if you're an elected official, and I see this particularly in Palm Coast where NPA 
uh, is the requirement, which simply means all that means is that it's basically an open primary. Whether you're a Republican, a Democrat, whatever, the NPA just means that you don't run in a closed primary. Everybody runs. Uh, but somehow this is used by people who, who are in politics when it suits them to say that because it's an NPA position, you shouldn't have any opinions. You shouldn't stick to the promises you made that once you are elected, you're elected, quote, by everybody, and therefore it's your obligation to represent everybody's views. I, wa I want voters out there to know if I run for another term or another seat, I'm representing those conservative, Republican, Trump-supporting voters. You're my constituents. I am your voice. I'm not there to voice some liberal's agenda. So, I mean, people need yeah. to be clear on that. So, but to get back to what you were saying, though, is, so when this guy started speaking, it was, it was irrelevant to Palm Coast City business. It had nothing to do with the city of Palm Coast. By the way, that's in the rules uh, that we have for public participation. He was attacking me personally. So I said, point of order, Mr. Mayor, you know, are you gonna allow this to continue? Well, the mayor got all bent out of shape because I was interrupting this guy and I continued to interrupt. And uh, by the way, uh, in case those fo you folks don't know it, the company the mayor works for is on our boycott list too. So he may not be happy about that. And he's certainly not happy when I called him out a couple of weeks ago with the budget and reminded him how he broke his promise not to raise taxes. As I said to him, promises made, promises broken. Okay, so yes, and, and unfortunately, uh, or fortunately, depending on your point of view, the mayor is the, uh, the, the uh, chair of the mm -hmm. committee and can rule on oh, points yeah. of order and can in fact be wrong when he rules. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no matter, he, he is the one. Now, I know you have a 400 or $500 an hour corporate attorney that yeah. you hire. Which, you know, I want to get rid of. Who is allegedly a parliamentarian, but yeah. he wasn't familiar with the motion you made that's in Robert's Rules of War. No, he wasn't. When I wanted to rescind something, he didn't even know that motion exists, that rule existed. And then he wrote up a big return, a letter that he sent me that I'm sure he was billing an hour for of his time to just tell me the rules that I already knew. Yeah. Yeah. So wrap. That's how these people operate. What can I say? So. Anyway, uh, other news. We have a great speaker coming up at our next Trump Club meeting. Uh, we do. We have Ed, Eddie Steelman, who is going to be from Defend Florida. And for those of you that are not familiar, he's been doing the work in Flagler and Volusia uh, to purge the voter rolls of uh, names that probably shouldn't be there. There's a lot of them that uh, are questionable. You mean those dead people that keep voting? Yeah, dead or or we have households with multiply registered, uh, many names registered to vote that uh, might suggest there could be a problem there with fraud. So they are working to to meet the deadlines, which I think are by the end of probably 2022 or somewhere in there to to purge the rolls of that. And he's going to be, you know, giving us uh, a report on what they're doing and probably looking for somebody to uh, give them a hand if they're interested in getting involved. Now, it's a great effort. We need to clean up our election process. People have to feel when they go in and they vote, their vote counts. And right now, a lot of folks don't feel that way. But anyway, um, our, our meeting is this month. 
October 18th, 6.30, VFW on Old Kings Road, where it always is. And you don't have to be a member to come join us. Just come join us. You can come in and, and, and check us out. We would just remind you, if you are coming in to check us out, that you're not a member, you don't vote, and that you know we control the meetings so they don't get out of hand. So let's guess, get to our guest, Vic Baker. Vic, glad you're here. Uh, we have a little background together yes. in, in Buffalo, New York. We That's correct. chat yeah. about. But Vic is the state committee man for Volusia County, right? And you're also, you run the communications department for the, the RE, well, the V. Yeah, I handle the, uh, the communication. The RECVC, right? Yeah, the for Re the Republican Executive Committee of Volusia County, right. Facebook uh, and other social media platforms. Yeah. Uh, Rumble, we, we go on YouTube, Rumble, and all the, uh, you know, Telegram, you, you name it. We go on all of them. Facebook had a, had a down period this week, so I got heavy on Parler and Gab and some of the other sites, uh, uh, it's not going to stop us, but that's why we have the backup plan. And, uh, and we do a show every, uh, it was every week when the president, the real president was in office, but now that he's uh, in exile. A Barack Obama? Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think so. No, we do, a, it was Trump talk now, now it's Patriot talk now, as you can see. And uh, that's every Thursday, uh, uh, every fourth Thursday of the month, out of Volusia Top Gun, right in front of the gun range, with a live audience, so we do it like dinner theater. We had some great guests last week, we have... Um, We've locked in with um, uh, Cash Patel for next uh, next one. We'll be on the 28th of October. And anybody's welcome to come down from Flagler and uh, sit in on the, uh, we get them on the video screen. And uh, and we have uh, Terry Schilling coming on to talk about uh, the effort to target parents, the FBI uh, and the Department of Justice, targeting parents for standing up for their kids and standing up for their rights to have a say in what kind of, uh, um, indoctrination our kids are getting in school, which, as you know, is full of all kinds of crap. One of our guests last week was Mary Graybar, who wrote Debunking the 1619 Project. Her book came out in September. I recommend it highly to anybody. She tears apart critical race theory and all the nonsense they're trying to do to unravel the real American history. And nobody claims this is a perfect union. We're trying to achieve that. And the Constitution Declaration of Rights, or the Declaration of Independence, aimed at that we're aiming at a target folks we're humans we're not we're not gods so we're not perfect well you guys are doing a lot more down there too you've got a big dinner event coming up we've got the lincoln day dinner november 7th which is uh, uh an absolute we're right at a sellout now we're just a few handful of tickets we're trying to arrange for people we had to expand our uh, our setting out of the ballroom into a bigger setting at the ocean center daytona beach uh the original uh, uh, guests are governor DeSantis and casey as you know, Casey was just diagnosed uh, recently with uh, breast cancer. And, and so our prayers, our prayers go, go out, out to her, her for that. Absolutely, um, we uh, we fully expect at least the governor will be with us. We hope that Casey will be well enough to be with us as well. Um, but uh, we have a full house, the biggest in the history, perhaps, of Florida, uh, in terms of a Lincoln Day dinner anywhere in the state of Florida. So we're very happy about that. And uh, I would also like to point out that we're doing well on voter registrations. You know, four years ago, Volusia was still more Democrats than Republicans. But on May 4th of 2017, we flipped red mm -hmm. for the first time in the history of Volusia County. And since then, we've come a long way. We are more than 22,000 active voters ahead of the Democrats in Volusia wow, County. That's huge. We're close to 40% of the, of the electorate. And the Democrats are at about 34%. So, um, and that continues to grow every week by a few hundred. And I, I don't know if you're aware of this, but the state of Florida is about to flip red for the first time in its history. Uh, last time I checked, we, uh, Christian Ziegler, the vice chair of the Republican Party of Florida, uh, 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 
told us that we are now just 20,000 behind the Democrats in voter registration. Now, compare that to when Barack Obama was in the White House, 700,000 behind. And last year, at the end of the Trump uh, term, we were 180,000 behind. We are decidedly seeing that the voters of Florida and the rest of America are rejecting the pretender-in-chief, President Ice Cream. And, and, and they are He's melting. And they are so fed up with the mess that's been made. You've seen the Quinnipiac poll that just came out uh, yesterday <coughs> showing he's deeply underwater on every category, including COVID. The border, he's 40 points plus underwater. It's been a disaster. Yep, absolute it's just disaster. been a disaster. Absolute well, disaster. Even Barack Obama had a comment about the unsustainability of the current border policy, which they clip, <coughs> clipped out of his interview. So, I mean, when, when a guy is to the left as Barack thinks you have a problem. And when Terry McAuliffe who is an acolyte of Bill Clinton, uh, running again for another term as governor of Virginia, who blurted out last week that, that parents, should, parents should have no say in the education of their kids. That's for the school boards and the teachers to decide. Uh, the parents, they kicked a cornice nest going after parents. And uh, nearly half a million parents have written a scathing letter to the school boards association about suggesting that the government send the uh, American Gestapo, the FBI, after parents and calling them domestic terrorists, that is an outrage beyond the pale. That is going to lose or win the governor's race for Republican Youngkin for the first time the Republicans will take the governor's chair in uh, Virginia uh, next month. Next month, the yep. meeting, uh, it's, I think, November, November 2nd. You'd think um, our FBI agents, you'd think uh, J. Edgar Hoover and Elliot Ness would have better things to do. Uh, really, you know? J. Edgar, J. Edgar Hoover was no angel, no. but... But he never went this far, no. you know. And, and I would have to say to you, this is open contempt for the Constitution. And Merrick Garland is a disgrace as Attorney General of the United States. Mm -hmm. I can only thank God that Mitch McConnell, not a popular Republican, but he did a great service to us by preventing the confirmation of Merrick Garland as a U.S. Supreme Court Justice because Merrick Garland apparently has not read the Constitution nor the Bill of Rights. He doesn't understand why we're here. Well. Well, unfortunately, I think a lot of uh, left-leaning progressives either haven't read it, don't understand our history, or alternatively have read it, do understand our history, but reject the notions within it and, uh, and believe that uh, the Constitution is an antiquated document and they should be able to get around it. Well, keep in mind, we also have a lot of educators now that don't teach it. They're not educators. They're indoctrinated. Yes, absolutely. Uh, we've had 40... Uh, uh, 40 years of indoctrination of our kids, which has produced a class of so-called educators running our schools who have been indoctrinated in Howard Zinn's Marxist philosophy and fuzzy history, which is really not based on facts, but opinions and feelings. And it's based on a Marxist point of view. Howard Zinn is a was a dedicated Marxist. His textbook is still in circulation in schools in America. Unbelievable. We asked Dr. Mary Graybar, after she gave us this this complete devastating analysis of this uh, um, creator of the 1619 Project's mythology, we asked her how and much how many Rick, we're going to take a break okay. here. I've okay. got to go yeah. to uh, the folks that pay the bills, yep. but we'll pick up with that subject when we come back, folks. We'll be back after a word from those wonderful sponsors that make this podcast possible. Are you twisted enough for Twisted Minds escape rooms? Then check us out at twistedminds.com and book an adventure today. You can choose between Camp Calico or the mysteries of Vanished. How about travel back in time to 1840s California and visit Digger's General Store? Get ready. Coming late spring, early summer 2021. 
a little bit of mayhem at Twisted Minds Escape Rooms in Palm Coast. Check us out at TwistedMinds.com or give us a call at 888-92-TWIST. We'll be waiting. Tired of sitting at home restless? Need to exercise? Playing golf is one of the best ways to stay fit, and golf courses are one of the safest places to be. The gorgeous 18-hole Gary Player-designed Cypress Snow Golf Course is open to the public. Enjoy your game in the heart of Palm Coast, surrounded by nine glimmering lakes and plenty of wildlife. Your safe and healthy choice is Cypress Snow Golf, voted the most beautiful course in Flagler County. Call to book your tee time, 437-5807. That's 437-5807. All right, we're back. Uh, I want to thank our great sponsors, uh, Cypress Knowles, Twisted Minds. If you'd like to join them and help us keep this podcast going, get in touch with me, and uh, we'll see if we can work something out. Anyway, back to our guest, Vic Baker from Volusia County, from our Volusia County Republican Party, an amazing organization. A strong and has been yeah. a strong conservative uh, party. Uh, your former chair and now deceased, uh, Tony Ledbetter, was – probably one of the earliest officials, I would think, in the state and certainly around the RPOF that supported Trump when he, he started. He was a lion run. of Trump's America. He was an early, he told me in 2015, he was, we were looking at people like uh, former governor of Wisconsin and other people. He said, who are we going to latch on to? And Tony came up to me and said, it's going to be Trump. The minute he saw him come down the escalator, he knew. My wife knew too. I was still wavering between Cruz and Trump. But my wife convinced me that Trump was the real deal. Now, being a New Yorker myself from the other end of the state, Buffalo, I was well familiar with Donald Trump. I was well familiar that he was, he's prone to bravado. But you know something? He got things done. That's Always right. got things done. Right. Always made an impact. And promises made, promises kept, all being unraveled by Joe Biden. Uh, the things that make, you know, if you do things that work, it's lunacy for somebody to unravel the things that work just to spite the person that made them work. That is absolute lunacy. Now, getting back to Dr. Mary Graybar, mm. here's the disturbing thing that she told us. She's in Clinton, New York. She still lives in the People's Republic of New York. Staunch conservative. She's a, basically a native of Slovenia, grew up in Rochester, New York, but she understood what it was like to live behind the Iron Curtain because that was part of the former Yugoslavia. And so she cherishes freedom. She is a great American patriot and a, a profound scholar. We asked her, Joe Fieldis, my co-host, said, what percentage of American schools do you surmise are still using the 1619 Project and critical race theory? Well, she said the New York Times and the Pulitzer Foundation are still financing this drivel, this mythology, and she'd said about 75% of the schools still are using some of these materials. So we have a fight on our hands, folks, and it exactly. starts from the parents on up, grassroots. Now, America was built from grassroots. For the federal government to have the audacity to suggest that parents don't have a say in the lives and thoughts of their children, and the legacy that they're going to leave the world, that is so counter to the American tradition. I don't know how you can actually say it with a straight face. It is amazing to watch these Democrats and these liberals with everything they say, liberals are do wrong. it with a straight face. Liberal is the wrong word to use. Well, you're There's right. There's nothing it's, liberal nothing, about no, that. They're, they're, liberal is always connoted in the historical use of language, which is losing its force now. Live and let live. That's not what liberals are about. Now, they used to say conservatives were the kinds of people putting your thumb on people's lives and stuff. But conservatives have a, liber many conservatives have a libertarian bent, which is more liberal than liberal is. So it's, 
liberal is not the right word. Progressive is not the right word. It's regressive. It is tyrannical. It is despotic. It is well beyond every scope of American thinking. And to say that Thomas Jefferson, yes, he was a slave owner. He was a flawed man in his time. But slavery was not, uni- was not simply endemic to the United States. It was a common practice for thousands of years around the world, regardless of your race. So to suggest that racism was the basis for founding this country is completely silly at best. So you get to that. But we also have a governor in this state who stands up. I like to say to my friends, I just had an anchor man who moved to uh, Sarasota, and he had been in other states, and I said, welcome to the free state of Florida. We have a governor who stands up for the rights of parents, who stands up for your right not to be jabbed in the arm and deprived of your job if you don't get jabbed in the arm. And we're seeing the evidence. You know, say they say follow the science, but how about, it's not that we don't trust science. It's that we don't trust the scientists who are trying to skew it with politics. The truth You're not is, a big fan of Dr. Fauci, I take it. Dr. Fauci is a criminal and a fraud. And if you don't like what Dr. Fauci said today, it's like Wait. the weather in New England. Yeah. It'll change to tomorrow. And he'll, he'll, he'll gaslight you and tell you, I never said that. Or you misinterpret it. It's just like John Kerry's comments about Biden being unaware of France being mad at the United States of America for that deal he made for submarines with Australia. And Kerry tells the French press, well, yes, uh, the president was unaware that the French were upset at us. And then Jen Psaki, the liar for hire in the White House, tells Peter Ducey, oh, you misinterpreted John Kerry's remarks, gaslighting once again. Or, or, or Ducey says to her, hey, this $3.5 trillion you're spending, you say it costs $0. If it costs $0, what's the big deal about why is it so hard? You realize what happens when you spend $3.5 trillion and print $3.5 trillion. The Fed's going to print or mint a new trillion-dollar coin. Imagine that. Putting a trillion-dollar coin in a vending machine, right? That's what, what happens doing. to the value of $1? Yeah, well, Does yeah, anyone have a concept of what a trillion is? A, a million is a thousand thousand. A billion is a thousand million. A trillion is a thousand billion. Do you have any idea how much money that is? No. It's beyond the scope of human yeah. understanding. Yeah. And the, Dirksen used to say in the 60s. Yeah, a million here, a million Republican there. Republican said it, a billion here and a billion there, and after a while you're talking real money. Now we're talking a trillion here. And these people, the, 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 the AOC squad has no concept, no concept whatsoever about numbers, and no concept of the fact that you're fueling inflation. The average family, they're saying right now, is already paying for fuel, food, and 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 utilities, energy, is paying $175 more a month right well, now. Sure. And you multiply that to a year, roof. you're it's at almost 20000 more a year. Yeah. You say no taxes? You know, come on, come on, that's a huge tax increase on American families. Plus, if you start taxing corporations, capital gains, inheritances, family farms will be lost. They'll have to sell and break up family farms because of this. They want to tax capital gains that have not been realized. You realize that? You bought a house at 100000 and now it's worth 600000 You haven't sold it yet. You die, your heirs have to pay the capital gains even though they're not selling the house. Are you kidding me? That's going to completely cripple this. You know, this America will become Venezuela in the blink of an eye if this Biden administration lasts. And I predict with the polls being as they are, with the situation as it is, by the end of this year, we're going to see a President Kamala Harris. And you think Biden is bad? It's oh, going to be worse. She's, she'll just giggle and laugh. She cackles and, yeah. because she doesn't know what to answer, yeah. how to answer a question. Well, she's doing a wonderful job down at that border. <laughs> she's and, doing a wonderful job avoiding doing 
her job. Uh, she's been hiding. She's yeah. been hiding every every chance she can hide because she doesn't know how to tackle these issues. Now, what's going to be our saving grace is that the American people. Now, here's our election integrity is an issue. Florida legislature passed a new law this year, which the Democrats howled about, which is tightening down some of the rules regarding block, uh, ballot harvesting, block, mm-hmm. drop boxes, and other matters. And I know I'm concerned. I know people are concerned about auditing Florida's vote from last year. I point out that we won most of the elections anyway. So th- the point is, we still had a pretty good system here. It's better now, and it you know we'll tweak it even some more. We're working hard. The Republican Party of Florida has a an election integrity project for all 67 counties, and we're going to have election integrity chairs in every county watching. And they're going to do training for poll watchers to make sure that there are no shenanigans. I happen to think in Volusia County, we have a supervisor of elections that keeps a pretty good handle on this. And I I suspect in Flagler County, you've got a pretty good handle on it, too. Some counties, not so so good a handle. Uh, Broward County, for instance. I mean, the further south we go, it gets worse. Although last year, surprisingly, South Florida came through. Two two congressional districts were flipped Republican in South Florida. So, I mean, if they were cheating, that wouldn't have happened. I mean, they probably were cheating, but they didn't cheat enough. And, uh, and look, you know, we'll see what happens in Virginia next month. If Youngkin wins that governor's race, that'll be an earthquake for the Democrats. I think they're already in panic mode. They don't know where to turn. And when you have no logic, you have no argument. And, uh, you know, they want to argue with emotions, but if there's no facts behind what you're arguing, it falls flat. Joe Biden... You know, right now, he's like the Wizard of Oz. You pull away the curtain, there's nothing there. Uh, you know, right now they're not even having him broadcast out of the White House. They they set up a fake set, a fake set. with an electronic uh, uh, image through the a fake window and a fake desk that looks like a little kitty desk. Instead of being at the resolute desk in the White House, why is that? Because they can't put him in front of a teleprompter that's embedded into the lens of the camera, and that's the only way they can keep him on script. And even then, it doesn't work all the time. The other day he was talking about jar, jar, Jarga, Jarga centers or something in Michigan. <laughs> Nobody knew what he was talking about. You know. It, well, why, why do you think his vice president doesn't do her job? She's like, this guy's already forgotten he gave me the job. He's not checking up on me. He doesn't well, know what day it is. The, you know, you know? She, she's relevant for one thing and one thing only, as the tiebreaker on a 50-50 vote in the Senate. Mm-hmm. The fact is, though, if they get rid of Biden, here's their catch-22. Just as in the case of Gerald Ford having to pick Nelson Rockefeller because the Democrats wouldn't go along with a real conservative pick for vice president, we can veto her pick of a vice president because she won't be the vice president anymore. There will be no tiebreaker. She can't get a majority vote to confirm a choice. Mm -hmm. So that's a catch-22 for the Democrats. It's not all bad, folks. You have to think in terms of long-term strategy and tactics. We have to swallow hard and just... Shake our heads sometimes. Every once in a while, we have to go to Turner Classic Movies and just get away from it, you know? But, you know, or, or, or the mute button's always helpful, you know? But um, we have to stay on top of this. You know, our website, recbc.org, is full of 70-plus uh, uh, America First websites where you can go and get some. What, what's your website again? recvc.com or volusiarepublicans.org. 
Uh, not .com, .org. It's all .org. It's all .org. All .org. .org. You okay. can sign up for email updates, and you can go, and, and it has all the resources. Uh, if you want to register to vote, change your registration, or contact your elected officials, all on that website. It's a very robust website. Uh, Joe Fieldis, my co-host on the, on the Patriot Talk Show, updates it daily with news headlines. Now, when is your show done again? Is it it's done live? It's done live. Blue should top gun in the double barrel bar and grill in front of the gun range. Um, they've been very kind hosts to us. Nobody messes with us over there for some reason. Uh, they, no, I, I wouldn't think they would. No, you're, no, you're, no. And they, not in the least. They've got a nice little restaurant in there. You can come in at 6 o'clock to 7 o'clock. Mm-hmm. On Thursday, the 20th of October is the next one. Welcome to come. Have a meal. Watch a, like a little hour of dinner theater. We'll give you the whole the whole basic uh, the last month in review and a few guests to give you some insights. As I said, Terry Schilling is locked in. And we also have Cash Patel, who was Devin Nunez's chief of chief investigator mm-hmm. in the Minority Report on Russiagate, and also chief of staff of the uh, Department of Justice at the end of the bar period. Uh, also, uh, DNI Radcliffe's uh, chief of staff. So he knows where all the bodies are buried. He's predicting the Durham indictments, the indictment of Sussman is just the tip of the iceberg. Let's hope so. 25 pages of narrative never, never before seen in an indictment of one person on one count. He's laying the groundwork, and, and he surmises that Struck and Page the Lovebird FBI agents have turned state's evidence. If that's the case, McCabe, Comey, and others ought to be uh, lawyering up pretty quick. I'm glad this looks like it's going to happen, but I wish it would have happened sooner. Um, but better late than never. The wheels of justice turn creaky and slow. Well, listen, uh, you have anything, Mike, before we sign off? No, because we're getting short of time. Okay, well, thank you, Vic, for coming down. we got a lot more we can talk about, so we're going to have you back again. Sure. We didn't even touch on our yeah. experiences in Buffalo together. Yeah, darn, no, no, and, that's a Darn, I myself. wanted to get all that media uh, expertise, too, here. Yeah, absolutely. Folks, I want to thank you for joining us. By the way, uh, you're watching us live now. You can also watch a replay on our website, which will be up tomorrow. But you can go to uh, your podcast apps on your cell phones, whether you got an iPhone or you've got an Android. We're now on those podcasts, and all you have to do is put in Flagler for Trump or Future Flagler, uh, and you will stumble upon us. So you can listen when you're driving or doing stuff at home and you can't watch. Uh, Spotify, we're on Spotify, so we're reaching out. Again, thank you to our sponsors. This is Ed Danko with Thanks Mike. Thanks a lot. Goodbye, have a great everybody. Week. The Future of Flagler is sponsored by the Flagler Trump Club. Our meetings are every third Monday starting at 6.30 p.m. at the Palm Coast VFW. Visit our website, flaglerfortrump.com. That's flagler, the number four, trump.com to learn more. Let's make America great again.